God isn't saying, don't be afraid, don't be discouraged. Like here you are again, being discouraged and afraid. He's not judging us for that. He's saying, it's normal to feel this, but I want you to make a different choice in how you're going to handle it. So let me give you a different way. Let me comfort you with these truths about who I am. Hi, I'm Alicia Michelle, and as a trained and certified Christian mindset coach, I've helped hundreds of Christian women discover brain science-based mindset tools to help them grow closer to God and break free from anxiety, perfectionism, people-pleasing, and feeling like they're never enough. The Christian Mindset Coach is the award-winning podcast that shows you how to use simple brain science principles and biblical truth to renew your mind for lasting confidence, joy, and peace. I'm so glad you're here. Grab a cozy spot and let's get started. Hey, it's Alicia. Ever felt like you're never enough, no matter how hard you try? If you're ready to break free from striving, pleasing others, and proving that you're good enough, you've got to sign up for my free workshop, Break Free From Feeling Never Enough. Maybe you've heard that God says you're enough, but for some reason you still struggle with living like you're enough. I understand, and I want to walk you through a proven brain science method I've used with hundreds of women in this free training. Sign up now and let's get started at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash mind. Welcome to today's episode of the Christian Mindset Coach with me, Alicia Michelle. I'm glad you're here as we are finishing up our series on anxiety. Today, we are talking about five declarations and Bible verses that you can use to help calm anxious thoughts. This is just one strategy that you can use to help calm anxious thoughts in the moment. We talk about a lot of different strategies in the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit, so I encourage you to check that out. But I wanted to highlight these as really powerful ways that you can calm yourself down and help yourself switch into that logical mind that knows the truth about who God is by reminding yourself of these promises of his character and how that relates to you and how that can help calm and quell the fears that you're feeling. So I'm going to read to you five different Bible verses and some statements that are crafted around each of these Bible verses. Now, this is part of a bigger resource that is available as a free resource, honestly, for those who sign up for the Anxiety Workshop. So I have a brand new workshop that is three steps to freedom from anxiety. And when you sign up for that free workshop, which tells you all kinds of details about how how it makes sense that our brains get stuck in anxious cycles, what to do about it, some of the, the mistakes we make in trying to manage anxiety. And it it helps us understand the importance of having a plan and of having a way to not just talk about anxiety or like throw some things at the at a dartboard, so to speak, about how to manage anxiety, but to really say, you know, this is what I'm struggling with. And these are the very specific actions I can take. Um, and these are things I'm going to experiment with. And using all parts of ourselves, using all parts of our body, and mainly also in terms of the thoughts, using brain science to change those things. So that is what that awesome free anxiety workshop talks about. But as part of signing up for that workshop, you can, after you'll sign up, you'll come to the thank you page and you'll see on there an opportunity to get another free bonus, which is a download of these 10 Bible verses for calming anxious thoughts. So today I am excerpting five from that list of 10 anxious Bible verses uh, that you can get when you sign up for the anxiety workshop, just to talk through them and to give you some starting points. 
So again, if you want the full list, you can go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety, sign up for the free workshop. And you'll, of course, you'll get access to the free workshop, which is awesome. And then as that secondary thing, you'll see there's a page it'll bring you to where you'll see a little video from me and it will show how you can get this extra download of these 10 Bible verses with these declarations. So let's get started on this. And I'm going to explain a little bit about how these verses are set up. So I'm going to share with you the statement that we can cling to or think about, the declaration. And then I'm going to share with you the Bible verse itself, and I'm going to share why it's helpful for handling anxiety or why it can be helpful. And this is not the only reasons why it can be helpful for managing anxiety. Of course, there's lots of reasons how it can be applicable, but these are just some general ways to get you started and thinking about it. And they're great, very practical ways that I hope that you can even just from this podcast episode, write these down, think about these statements, even if you want to put them on an index card and stick them on the wall, something you can have in your purse with you, something that you can use in the moment to help you. It's uh, it's great. It's very important to be able to have these kind of resources available to ourselves. So let's get started on this list of five. The first one is the statement, God holds your hand and he is with you. Don't be afraid. And we get this statement from Isaiah 41, verse 13, which says, and this is these, all these verses are going to be in the New Living Translation, for I hold you by your right hand, I, the Lord your God, and I say to you, don't be afraid, I am here to help you. I love the very personal interaction that you see with God and his people here. He is not just saying, yeah, 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 um, whatever, you know I'm here. He's saying, I am holding you by your right hand. I am saying and looking you in the eyes and saying, don't be afraid. I am here. I am here. What a gift that is when we're struggling and when we're just consumed with anxiety. First of all, this is extremely helpful because it combats that feeling of being alone. We struggle with feeling like we're the only ones who are dealing with this, that we're we're lost in this sea of crazy thoughts. But God comforts us here by saying, I am your God. I am with you. I am here to help you. He uses the word you, let's see, one, two, three times, and the word your, one, two, well, two times. So a total of five times of either you or your in this one verse. Him saying, this is very personal. This is applicable to you. You are not alone. It's also helpful because it combats the lie that he is not with us or that he doesn't care. You know that feeling, right? When you get to the place where you're struggling with anxiety and you just feel like, does God even hear me? Does God even care about this? It's so common and it's a very powerful tactic of the enemy to separate us and to feel like even God doesn't know what we're going through or God doesn't care. And yet this verse completely says he absolutely cares. He's absolutely with you. He's here to help us, the word says even. And then that's the last thing I saw why it could be helpful. It reminds us that he's here to help us, not to harm us. Some of us have grown up with misconceptions about who God is and his role in how he wants to interact with his children. I was just speaking in a session to a client who was talking about how her mother and how her mother treated her and treated the idea of God, how that affected her own view of God and how God wanted her to perform, wanted her to achieve, wanted her to be something very specific in order to feel loved. And there was no room for anything but that. We can achieve and accomplish in his name, but that it's all done from the solid foundation of who we already know we are in him. 
that he is there to guide us and to help us during those times when um, we are confused, when we are feeling afraid. He's not there to judge us and say, what's wrong with you? Just figure it out. Why aren't you past this right now? You know, he's not there to say that. He understands our pain and our sorrow, and he's there with us holding our right hand. All right, let's go to the second statement. The second declaration that can be helpful in calming anxious thoughts is this one. The Lord will go ahead of you and will not abandon you. This is from Deuteronomy 31, verse 8, which says, Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. So this can be helpful because it combats that feeling of being lost and without direction. If you've been in these anxious cycles, which I'm guessing you have if you're listening to this episode, like a lot of us have, you know that feeling of just spinning out of control and like, what is next? What am I supposed to believe? Where am I supposed to go? That feeling of just absolute chaos in your head. And he's saying, I'm going to go ahead of you. You can look to me, just like the ancient Israelites had that pillar of fire and the cloud to guide them, how they could look at those things and they could know he was with them. They had a very visible sign of that. We don't have that same visible sign, but we have the implanting of the Holy Spirit to know that he is with us and that he is not going to leave us. We can know, and even if we don't necessarily feel in every single moment the presence of that spirit, we can know that it's there because God says it's there. His word confirms that it's there. And we see evidence of his love for us and, and the presence of his spirit everywhere else. We can be comforted knowing that he's going ahead of us. He's not abandoning us. That really brings such comfort when we feel like we're lost and without direction. He says in this verse, he will personally go ahead of us. So not just a general statement even, he's personally walking with us. This also combats the lie that God has forgotten you and your issue. Do you ever struggle with that? Like, I've been praying about this forever. I don't know what to do. Uh, I, what if this happens? What if that happens? God, help me. That, that, that whole feeling. He's saying, don't be discouraged. Don't be afraid that it's it's normal to feel these things. And as we're also hearing these verses, I want you to understand too that God isn't saying, don't be afraid, don't be discouraged. Like here you are again, being discouraged and afraid. Like he, again, he's not judging us for that. He's saying, it's normal to feel this, but I want you to make a different choice in how you're going to handle it. And that the anxiety is not a coping skill that is working or helping you. So let me give you a different way. Let me comfort you with these truths about who I am. Let me comfort you that I'm going to go ahead of you, that I'm not going to abandon you. And that's another great promise of why this can be helpful because it reminds us that no matter what happens, he's not going to fail us. He's not going to leave us to figure it out on our own. That that idea just, just blows my mind that God will never fail us. I mean, I think about, well, does God fail us when bad things happen? It's an interesting question. We can be disappointed. We can be hurt. We can be physically hurt, but we have to believe that promises like this, which are all over the Bible, are true in that he's not going to abandon or fail us, that ultimately there is going to be a completion of the promises that he has for our life, that the calling that he has for our life, that if he made us with a purpose and on purpose, he's going to bring those to a completion. Even if in the moment it feels like, I don't know what it is. I don't understand it. This is why he's telling us, don't be afraid, take courage, walk forward, knowing that I'm guiding you. He knows that we want to have all the answers and sometimes we don't have them. He wants us to lean on that promise that he's not going to fail us. 
The third statement that I have here, that's a great declaration about how to calm yourself when we you're dealing with anxious thoughts is God comforts the brokenhearted and he releases prisoners from every fear. This is based on Isaiah 61, 1, which says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. Alicia here. If you're tired of feeling never enough, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to stay stuck in the exhaustion of perfectionism, people-pleasing, or trying to prove yourself worthy. What if I told you there's a secret weapon for rewiring your mind to align with God's truth, the proven brain science tool that pro athletes have used for decades and that I've been using with hundreds of Christian women to break free from this idea of feeling never enough? I want to tell you all about it at this workshop, Break Free from Never Enough. Yes, you can find healing from a lifetime of worry, of shame, and striving. Sign up for the Break Free from Never Enough workshop at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash mind. This workshop is absolutely free. Why wouldn't you join me? Pick a workshop time that works for you at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash mind. So this verse is also a verse, interestingly, that is quoted in Luke 4, verses 18 and 19. This is what Jesus quotes when he goes into the synagogue of his hometown of Nazareth, and he's given the scroll to read for that day, and he reads it, and this is the scripture that's there. And he tells them right after he reads that that the scripture they have just heard has been fulfilled this very day in him. Can you imagine you imagine being there in that moment and seeing the Pharisees just just absolutely freaking out at this idea of this man standing here from their hometown, which of course we know Nazareth was certainly not some fancy town, is the Messiah that they've been waiting for. So this promise though, this promise of the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he's anointed me to bring good news to the poor. This provides the reminder that the comforter, the great comforter that part of God's character, that is always with us, that he wants to bring this good news and this comfort, not just to those who are in power or those who have some sort of authority or or any kind of a, of a, a way to pay back him, so to speak. He comes to the poor. He comes to those who are brokenhearted. He comes to prisoners. He comes to captives. He comes to all of us regular people who are willing to admit that we have a need for him. And he shows up and he's real for us. He understands everything we're going through and he wants to offer a solution to help us. He knows the pain. He isn't judging us for it. That's why it brings comfort because we can know this pain is a natural part of the situation that I've endured. And God wants to comfort me and free me from the damaging side of that. So this also combats the lie that we can't be released from fear, that there's something too big or too hard to, to, to escape these anxious thoughts. And he's saying here, look, he is bringing comfort to the brokenhearted. He's releasing captives. He's saying captives will be released. Prisoners will be freed. He is releasing any of us who want to come to him and release in ourselves this pain to him. We have to be willing to say, first of all, this pain is real that I'm struggling with it. 
we have to be willing to let go of the parts that aren't ours to fix and control in order to move forward in it. So in terms of being released from a prison, he's not going to force that release. We have to be willing to let go and let him release us. So the last one that this is very helpful in, in terms of bringing comfort for, um, for anxious thoughts is this idea of God combats the lie that we're too broken to be fixed. In this scripture, this Isaiah 61.1 scripture, he is saying, we're never too broken. We're never too broken. Anything can be fixed, can be freed, can be released in him. That I mean, that brings me comfort when I look at a, a situation that seems hopeless and my mind starts spinning, that I can say, my security is that he is going to release me from the fear around this, that I can see the situation almost like I'm standing outside of it. I can see it, but that I don't have to let the fear consume me as part of it. Two more statements that can be helpful for calming anxious thoughts. So the fourth statement is God will make our path straight as we trust him and lean on his guidance. God will make our path straight as we trust him and lean on his guidance. This comes from Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. This is extremely helpful because first, it's a reminder that, you know, if you don't have the answers right now, if you can't see the straight path yet, it's fine. It's okay. We don't have to have a straight path in front of us in order to be released from anxiety. We don't. We don't have to have all the answers. We don't need to know what's going to happen in order for us to say it is well. We don't need to have that because we have this promise from God that when we trust in him and when we do not even depend on what's, what we can see and understand, he's going to show us what's next. He's going to show us the next path. It also gives us, I think, an active thing to do instead of worrying when we're struggling in this area. We can trust him. We can trust him right now for this next step, and we can lean on his guidance and let go of the rest. That is what we can actively do. We're always looking for something to actively do. Uh, control freaks, friends, right? Me, <laughs> I'm rolling myself into that. As control freaks, we want to know what to do about a situation. We want to fix it. God is saying, this is the fix. He's going to make our path straight as we trust him and lean on his guidance. As we stop trying to fix it, stop trying to depend on our own understanding, he's going to show us what to do with it. He's going to show us what to do with it. That is what we can focus on, release, the releasing side of it versus the doing side of it in order to find the outcome. One more promise here. Number five, the, the declaration and Bible verse that's great for calming anxious thoughts here. The fifth one is God's promises prove true, and he is a solid rock in whom we can trust. So his promises prove true. He's a solid rock in whom we can trust. This is taken from Psalm 18, verses 30 to 33. God's way is perfect. All of the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock? God arms me with strength and he makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. This is so helpful because first, it reminds us that the promises of God, not the situation, are what's going to bring us comfort and hope. His ways are perfect. His ways are the answer. His ways are what going to give us that solidity and comfort 
not even, even though we might think if we know the answer to the situation, we're going to feel comfort. There's always going to be that little bit of an unknown. I really believe that. I really believe that God's always going to leave a little bit of the unknown so that there is that bit of faith that he can be included in. If we had every answer figured out, we wouldn't need God and we wouldn't need a God who we could figure out every answer for. Does that make sense? Like he's not the one who can be completely figured out because he is above what we are. So he is that solid rock that is beyond our circumstance, that is beyond what we can see. He is the one that we can trust. He is the one we can cling to. We have seen his promises come true over and over. And that's another great thing about this verse. He gives us the opportunity to reflect on how he has proven himself to be a solid rock in the past. Like it says, who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock? It reminds us that, like it says, he arms me with strength. He makes my way perfect. How in the past has God allowed your way to be perfect? Even though as you were going through that storm or walking through that trial, you were like, I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand why this is happening. But you look back and you think that was God's way. That was what needed to happen. That is what he did to help me. Even though I wanted to do something else and I wanted to stop, this is what he did to bring clarity. So it allows us to praise him again, to just rest and to praise him again, that this is his way, whatever it is, is a trustworthy way. It's a way that's going to get us to the place we want to get to eventually. And it's this idea, lastly, of he blesses us with strength. He makes our way perfect. Love the word makes here. He makes our way perfect, that this perfection that he's doing, it's going to take some time and that's okay. It's a process. And as we're working through that process, there may be some anxious thoughts that come up, but we can know he arms us with strength. He's making our way perfect. And we can once again, come to him, release them to him and say, you're going to use this. Even these thoughts, you're going to use these thoughts as part of the refining of me growing closer to you, of me seeing uh, my desire to want to take over. You're going to use all of this as an opportunity for me to grow and for your light to be seen in my life. So friends, this is just five of the 10 statements that are in that download. I would love to be able to give you access to it. Again, it's it's a secondary download that's part of the free workshop that I offer. So go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety, sign up for the workshop. You'll sign that there's lots of times available, pick one that works for you. And after you've picked that time, you will be brought to a thank you page that has the opportunity to get this other resource too. So it's kind of a bonus. You're going to get both resources. You're going to get this free teaching on anxiety, which is very powerful. And you're going to get this opportunity to have this tangible resource with 10 declarations and Bible verses that are great for calming anxious thoughts. So check that out again, vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety. But I wanted to take a time here at the end of that whole learning about the different Bible verses that we shared there to reflect back on some of the other episodes that we have done in this series on anxiety to give you some more reference. If you have not had a chance to check them out, you can check out episode 199, which talks about anticipatory anxiety, the idea of how do I stop waiting for that other shoe to drop? That's a really powerful conversation that I had from inside the Christian Mindset Makeover with one of our coaching clients in there. And then also episode 200 is the transformation story. Uh, One of my one-on-one clients, and actually she was a member of the Mindset Makeover as well, 
Bryn, how she found healing from crippling anxiety, how she's been like me, someone who struggled with anxiety her entire life and how she finally just said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with this. And I need to find a different way to live. And wow, it's been such an incredible process to work with her and to see that transition happen and to be working with her lives still as she's working through the anxious thoughts that are still there, but how she's been able to dial down the thoughts and how she has a plan to handle them now. It's really cool. So be sure to check out that episode, episode 200, to give you just some understanding if you're struggling with anxious thoughts and like, I don't even know where to start or what, if, I don't even know if I could change or if this could even be different. Listen to Bryn's story. It's it's really powerful. And then episode 201, speaking of plans, is about how we can make a plan to manage anxiety, to release fear, and to stop worry, that we need to be committed to decide that we are tired enough of where we're at, kind of like what I was just saying with Bryn, that we are willing to stop dealing with things the way that we're dealing with them and to step into the unknown, try something different and new, that we need a way to change that's based on brain science and based on how our mind is already working, you know, working with what's there and very specific ways to address that, which we talk about in the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit, which gives us a specific plan on how to do that. So check out that episode too. It's it's a great kind of overall explanation of why it's important to have a plan, um, how a plan can be very helpful what some of the ways are that we get hung up and try to deal with anxiety, um, but we think we're helping, but we're not helping and how the anxiety toolkit and the anxiety workshop are great next steps. So check out that one in episode 201. And of course you can listen to those episodes in your favorite podcast player, or you can go to my website and you can see the episodes in their entirety in terms of show notes, along with the ability to listen to the episode there. That's a great way to do it because then you're listening to the episode. You can see the words and also have links to any references or, or resources that we offer in that episode, including Bible verses that are mentioned in the episode too. So check that out. It's vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash podcast if you want to just see all of the episodes, or if you're looking for a specific episode, you can say vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash episode dash, and then that episode number, like 200. All right? I hope you've enjoyed this series on anxiety. We're going to be doing more episodes on anxiety because this is definitely a hot topic button that a lot of you tell me you struggle with. And I, as I've shared with you, have been someone who has struggled and worked with my own anxiety my whole life. So I am thrilled to be able to share with you what I learn and have learned and am learning from my clients as we go through this process to equip you and encourage you in this area. Take care, friend. I look forward to talking to you next week as we transition to a very interesting topic. We're going to talk about confidence and specifically how it relates to confidence in God. I'll see you then. Thanks for joining me today for The Christian Mindset Coach. If you loved today's show, would you take two seconds and share a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts? I've got a special gift for you when you share a review, my amazing 50 I Am Declarations, 50 statements and Bible verses about who you are in Christ. This is an audio meditation and a written statement that is extremely popular with my clients, and I want to give you access just for sharing your Apple Podcast review. Simply screenshot your review and send it to hello at vibrantchristianliving.com, and we'll send you the link to access the 50 I Am Declarations resource. Thanks so much for sharing your rating and review so that we can get the word out about the podcast. See you back here next week.